Welcome to the Bucket Draw Podcast, everybody. Season 2, Episode 8. Hope everybody's having a great week. Second uh, second episode of this week. I'm uh, recording this on a Tuesday, but I'm making predictions for a Wednesday because it takes a little while to upload the episodes. Um, I gotta say, uh, I've been listening to a lot of Coliseum Chronicles uh, in the past two days. Uh, great podcast, Joe Lazito. Uh, if you don't know who Joe Lazito is, Google it. And uh, you'll find out that Joe Lazito was the hero in a certain series of events that happened in New York City on a subway. So uh, definitely Google him to find out who he is to start with. And the man is a big fan of the New York Islanders and the rough stuff, as I am as well. Um, And uh, he started a podcast, I want to say two years ago and he is just terrific at it um very interesting listen Uh, he interviews guys that played for the new york islanders and their uh their farm teams so from the ahl and the echl the bridgeport tigers uh he interviews a lot of legends from the team from the past right now he's doing a four-part episode with Trevor Gillies, so there's part one, part two, part three, part four, and I'm very, I am really looking forward to, there's my French, uh, listening to episode four, where he's going to bring up the famous brawl where, you know, uh, DiPietro got knocked out by Johnson, um, and uh, you just had Trevor Gillies yelling from the side of the boards looking like an absolute maniac one thing that really surprised me listening to that um episode or sorry part three from the uh, the series of interviews was uh when Gillies said that he didn't fight mad very often so he was talking about his dislike for Francis Lassard uh if you're from Cornwall you'll know that name I was a big fan of Francis Lasarva when he played in Cornwall, but I could kind of see it, you know. Uh, I I know that he jumped some guys a few times and he did some uh, some dirty stuff that was probably not according to the code, but you know the guy was a tough sob. And uh, Trevor, had, you know, he admits the fact that he's tough, but basically says like there was no reason for him to you know jump guys and uh, you know not respect the code because he was that tough and uh just talks about a good tilt that he had with him i don't want to ruin the whole episode but there was a certain tattoo uh in the episode that says nfq and if you want to know what that is go listen to part three of the trevor gillies episode with coliseum chronicles the guy is very interesting guy, Trevor Gillies. He's got a good job now. Um, I forget what it is. Maybe it's in finance. Um, and uh, yeah, he's just very soft-spoken, and it's hard to believe because you know you just picture him with that handlebar mustache, yelling like an absolute maniac from the side of the boards. But you know he he played a role and he did it well, and uh, he was very good at it. And uh, Obviously, he was able to turn it on and off because if you listen to the episode, you know, the guy just seems like an absolute gentleman. And, uh, yeah, I know that uh, he was recently at Mike Segroy's um, bachelor party, 
I've seen some pictures. I'm friends with Mike on uh, Facebook. He's uh, Mike. Mike's a really interesting uh, guy to follow. Like whether you friend him or just follow him. I mean, uh, I think he accepts all of friend requests. Sorry, Mike, if you get a bunch of people uh, from listening to my podcast. Mike Scroy. He was part of the Battle of the Enforcers, and uh, yeah, just I like watching his uh, his Facebook page. Sound like a stalker, but uh, you know, it uh, actually helped me with my shot. Uh, just playing pickup hockey, uh, you know, he has like, not like really tutorials, but you know, you see, uh, he trains kids in his, uh, in his garage. He has that synthetic ice and, uh, you know, he was showing the, you know, which, which front foot to put forward because I have an absolute muffin. It's really embarrassing, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, I saw the pictures with, uh, Gills at, uh, the, uh, bachelor party and Mike Scroy, just an absolute freaking beast of a man. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool how those guys, you know, all ended up staying friends and uh, hanging out. You know, I guess uh, once you're part of the brotherhood, uh, you, you know, you, you guys uh, have a bond for life, whether you fight each fought each other, you know, multiple times. And, uh, you know, uh, me and my friends have fought each other a few times. Uh, but let's just say that uh, we're not in the same... Uh, well, we're probably in the same weight class because we're a little chubby, but, you know, we're not in the same... Uh, kind of fights is that it kind of looks maybe more like uh, girls slapping each other a little bit um i guess i'll talk about my predictions that i made for uh, monday night um one thing that i like to stick with is if a game is if a team is on a back-to-back they're most likely gonna lose uh probably more chances to win if they won on that back-to-back like on the previous night if you you guys are catching my drift uh but even if they they won, uh, chances are that they had a few points. Uh, I know I would, and they're only human. People uh, sometimes don't believe, uh, can't believe whenever, uh, you know, these hockey players, you know, they're putting uh, bad stuff inside their body. Well, I do remember uh, seeing uh, Galchenyuk up in uh, Montreal. Nice guy. I'm not going to throw him under the bus. Uh, but, yeah, he's... Uh, I'm sure he had a few uh, after a uh, two-goal performance, and maybe that's his problem. Maybe that's why he's not playing up to par, but I can't say bad stuff about the guy because the guy was a complete uh, good guy with us. Um, ran in, he ran into my brother, I think, walking out of the bar because I think we all had uh, one too many. And, uh, yeah, so I had the uh, Ottawa Senators to lose against the Edmonton Oilers because they were on a back-to-back. And I had the Montreal Canadiens to lose. And the reason why I said they would lose is because uh, they blew their load. So I don't know if this is something that's going to, you know, go for the future of my predictions. But basically, it worked out that night. So, you know, I'm a degenerate. So it's not going to, it's not a perfect science, of course. But uh, I just know, like, the Montreal Canadiens is not a team that scores a lot. You know, we have uh, Tyler Toffoli. Uh, which I uh, had trouble explaining that last time, but he's tied for second, or he, at least he was um, on Monday with the great Connor McDavid. And uh, yeah, he's on track for basically a uh, 50 goal season, but it won't be 50 goals because there's only 55 games. So, like, I'm saying probably like 34 goals. Um, and you know, 
whatever, good for him. You know, I, I don't think he'll, he can continue it for the rest of his career, but this year he's on pace and, you know, it doesn't seem like it's going away. But, um, yeah, so basically we're not a high-scoring team except for maybe Tyler Toffoli right now. Uh, obviously, you can always have one of those games where you score a lot, everything is working. I just figured that, that there's no way that that happens two times in a row, right? So I predicted that they were going to lose, which they did against the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, it seems like whenever I watch the game, they win. And whenever I don't watch, they lose. So I'm going to use that. No, I'm just joking. Um, No, but anyways, uh, I didn't watch the game and they lost. Uh, But that's that's just a joke. So, uh, yeah, basically a team that doesn't score a lot. Scores a bunch of goals. Pretty sure the next game they're not going to score at will like they did. And, uh, uh, yeah, so they were playing as Vancouver Canucks, uh, a team that's hot right now. They had already beat the Leafs twice, so they swept the Leafs in their two-game series. Um, and I'm looking into the future today, like I said, uh, for Wednesday. So Wednesday and Thursday, actually. So my predictions for Wednesday, the... Montreal Canadiens are going to win because they just lost the strategy that I use. You know, coach is going to pump them up. Maybe he bag skated them. And I am going to go with the Edmonton Oilers to once again beat the Ottawa Senators just because of the McDavid factor and the Dreisaitl factor. And those guys are both studs. And I'm going to parlay. I haven't decided if I'm going to parlay a three game, but I'm definitely going to do two bets. I'm going to see what pays out the most. I may parlay the Thursday game, which is the Boston Bruins versus the New York Rangers. Uh, Boston, if you've ever been to the arena, there's something about it. They play that Dropkick Murphy song as they go onto the ice. I don't know if that's still a factor, or if, I mean, if they still do that, but. It's an intimidating building to play in. And uh, I think that the Rangers are a good team, but they're a young team. And uh, even though the Boston Bruins don't employ a bunch of tough guys, I think they're built a bit tougher than the New York Rangers. So I give the edge to Boston in that one, especially going into deeper into the season. Games are going to be, you know, like, Everybody's fighting for a playoff spot. It's going to start becoming more and more playoff hockey. I think uh, the Bruins and uh, hopefully Frederick can run around a little bit. Love that kid. And, uh, yeah, one thing I didn't talk about very much on the last episode was Tom Wilson. Um, Tom Wilson suspension. Uh, I think seven games is fair. I think that was a clear intent to injure. And the reason why you have guys like Tom Wilson that run around, even though Tom Wilson can fight a little bit, he can fight well, I shouldn't say a little bit, is because they took out the so-called goons out of the league. They don't like that term, and I don't blame them because they made it to the NHL. You don't make it to the NHL on your fists alone. And I'm sure that Colton Orr could skate around circles around me. So... They took out these guys that maybe weren't as skilled as, you know, some of the new age guys, but 
and guys that, that, that could take care of business. They were self-policing back in the day. And again, I'm going to go back to Joseph Lazito. I'm going to let you listen to his episode. It was in between part two and part three of the Trevor Gillies series. Joe does such a good job that, you know what? Just go listen to his episodes. Not a long episode. Again, a short episode for your ride home. Usually when I do mine. If you would like to add me on Facebook, Bobby Longgrass... Bobby, pretty self-explanatory how to write that. Longgrass, L-O-N-G-R-A-S-S. And, uh, of course, that's my real name because that's it's, a, it's an Irish name. If you'd like to buy a hat, all the profits from the hat go directly to the Children's Treatment Center in Cornwall, my hometown. And uh, they can't hold events right now because of the damn covid there's usually a charity boxing event. And uh, I'm hoping to get in a boxing match uh, for charity as well, uh, which uh, should take place in September. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we're probably going to do like a Zoom, uh, a Zoom uh, video so uh, people can tune in, whatever it'll be. Let's say like 15 bucks or whatever. And then you get to see Bobby Longgrass and his, his beer gut duke it out with somebody else uh, for charity uh, he's actually a good friend of mine uh, but he wants to get himself into shape as well and uh, yeah the uh, dry march is going well thus far uh, I haven't really been dropping weight to be honest I've just been eating more but feel uh, feel good you know no cobwebs to clear the next day so hope everybody uh, has a good weekend take care of your case bucket drop